It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Couple named their daughter Reese Cup. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the news on this wonderful Tuesday morning, last day of January. And I ask you, boys, when was the last time you went to Sandpoint? Uh, oh, boy. Last summer. End of last summer. I want to say, I think my wife and I went there for our anniversary in 21. Oh, wow. Okay. Very good. Nice. Boys, you both, I think, have been there. Oh, I was there last summer as well. I forgot that I did go up there last summer. So we've all taken a trip to Sandpoint, but we are not responsible for the activities that are taking place in Sandpoint right now. Schweitzer Mountain, we've heard of it. Very popular ski resort. They're having some trouble with coyotes. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. We are coyote country, but we are not responsible for the damage that is being done. Oh, they're doing damage? On the mountain and in Sandpoint with the coyotes. Apparently, there are reports now of coyotes on Schweitzer Mountain chasing skiers down the slope. Oh, my gosh. Like the bear video we always see? Thank you. One coyote even bit a skier, causing minor injuries. No smokes. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been told much about coyotes, but growing up out in the country, we had a lot of coyotes. And they were all we were always told the same thing. They're more afraid of you than you are of them. Right. Coyotes are not an animal that wants to, to come up and they don't like and be engaging. In your business. Yeah, yeah that's not their humans. deal. That's yeah. not what they do. They they they're sketchy little animals. They don't want to be it's not like a wolf. You see a wolf, you don't mess with a wolf. But a coyote, you're kind of like, eh, just a coyote. You're mm-hmm. fine. You're not. I've seen them running the golf courses back when my folks lived in Arizona. Yeah. They'd go down there. They'd run the golf course all the time, and you'd just go, and they'd run away. They, yeah, they don't want to be around right. people. Yeah. So what is going on? The Idaho Fish and Wildlife have received reports of two two coyotes also roaming the business district oh, near man. downtown Sandpoint. Are they out of food what or something? World? They think what has happened is... Some of the visitors or whoever mm-hmm. have started feeding the coyotes. Man. Oh, man. And if you feed them, yeah. well, guess what? <laughs> they might come back. They just start thinking, oh, look, those guys have food. Right. Not necessarily that you are food. Now, I'm not in the coyote's head, so I don't know what's yeah. going on. They may be thinking, oh, that skier looks delicious. It's the same reason my dogs follow my wife around the kitchen, but not me. Jay, there it is. I'm not going to. They get nothing from me, but. You know, it's weird how they just are glued to her side. Uh, So officials are asking two things. One, don't feed coyotes. Yeah. Two. Good idea. If you do see any coyotes in the area, please report them to the Idaho Fish and Game Officials. Okay. Fish and Wildlife. They call it Fish and Game in Mm -hmm. Idaho. Fish and Game Officials. So they're asking for your help there to hopefully... Figure this out and not have coyotes roaming around chasing skiers down the mountain. Let's see if I can help you out with a coyote call, Kevin. Oh, there it is. That is uh, back in the day we used to go coyote hunting. 
And the call that they use for coyotes to get them, that's one way of taking care of the problem, is... To attract them to get them to come closer, yes, like you're saying? Yes, like a call, like, yeah. you know, like a, mm-hmm. a goose call. Call them in. Call. Yeah, yeah, got you it. call them in. You yeah. call the animals in. I believe it's supposed to mimic the sound of a distressed rabbit. Ah, ooh. I think that's what I was told. I see. So then they can Because it is the weirdest noise. It just is like a screaming kind of bad noise, but that's what the coyotes respond to. And then they they come around, and you know what happens next. Well, you played it there. You played the exciting conclusion. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Story number two. (laughs) He's expecting more of a call than before. Yeah, me too. I thought we were going to hear the call more than we were going to hear the other thing. But instead, we kind of got the finish of the story, Uh didn't we? Yeah, punctuation. Mm -hmm. Whoopsie daisy. The last Uh, call. Correct. It was the very last call. And uh, now we have this. We go to New York. Anthony Van Dyke. He's uh, a painter. Apparently, he was a good painter. Back in the 1600s, 1600, there was an oil sketch that this man did known as St. Jerome with an Angel. Okay. Beautiful name. This painting, a man found a few years back in a garage sale. Classic story, right? You see it in the garage sale. He Actually, the item wasn't up for sale. It was just sitting in the garage, and it was full of bird poop. But he saw it, and this guy knows his art enough to know, mm, I'm interested in that painting. And he said to the guy, I'll give you 600 bucks for it. And the guy was like, what, is, with the bird poop all over it? Right. And these guy's like, yep, absolutely. I'll give you 600 bucks for it. Paid 600 bucks, took it home. Uh, was worried Art is the- so expensive. It's ridiculous, Art right? is so expensive. And this one, he was worried that it may be ruined, but it was made of canvas. And, he was and I'm able- not complaining about that. I respect no, it. No, that was just a, oh, that was a fact. That was you a statement. Art. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you would have tried to didn't, rephrase it. Art, it is so expensive. You didn't say yeah. art is too expensive. That no, wasn't complaining. That would be also nope. could possibly be an opinion, but not necessarily a negative one. But anyway. Art, guys, it's so expensive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we'll give you your first complaining of the day. No, that's not We're supposed to watch it's Slim's the- complaining per Rob Sacre's request. But this one, full of bird droppings, They uh, the, the man took it home, cleaned off all the bird poop, and now he is selling it for $3.1 million. Oh, wow. Art, it is so expensive. Wow. So expensive. Oh, $3.1 million. He said, yeah, it was worth the cleanup. You think? Oh, man. Baby. It's so dumb. I don't. I love it. And it's just one of those things you look at and you go, I, I don't understand what sets one aside from, because you look at some of them and go, oh, is can, that that can, one looks like I, it could be worth $3 million, Can I ask you not. whether you would feel guilty? Buying it for 600 from the guy? Mm-hmm. If he sells it for $3.1 million, man, I, yeah. oh, I seriously, part though. of me for sure would you, feel bad about it. You kind of want to go feel back. Like you took advantage of the guy a little bit, even though. Well, especially if you knew. If you knew, yeah. you really kind of took advantage. You of probably the guy. you probably knew, otherwise you wouldn't buy a canvas guy, full of bird poop. He was a you know he's definitely an expert and yeah. knew that it was worth money. I don't think you knew it was going to fetch three million. That's but, fair. That's uh, no, that's fair. Still, but you also offered six hundred, which was probably. I mean, this guy would have probably sold it for fifty. The guy was going to probably throw it away. Who right. knows? Yeah. yeah, it was just sitting there full of bird poop. Man, that's. Amazing. I think you got to go back and give him something. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot harder to sleep at night. 
That's yeah, very I do. True. I think I think if you make the three point one million, you go back and you take the guy something nice. It doesn't have to be a million dollars. It could be like a fruit basket, like a fruit basket. That's nice. Jay, Kevin, hey. Slim in the morning, the big nine Country. How about a nice The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I take them and I divide them into little Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. You count, do you count them? Kevin James. Or just pour them, oh, by I the way. I count them, my you man. You count them. Yeah, 28 nuts. <laughs> Thanks, my man. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Kev. Good morning, guys. I'm brand new to country music. Like within the last few weeks, I just started listening. My boyfriend got me hooked. I was a big pop music lover, but he showed me some love songs and that did it. I've asked my boyfriend for some advice on good workout running songs. His suggestions weren't really the best. Either that or just country songs aren't good to work out to. So he told me I should ask you guys, what country songs are good workout or running songs, or is country just not good for that? That's from Ellie today. All right, 509-441-0999. Have any off the top of your head? Boy, I mean, the first thing... First of all, my workouts are slow. Mm-hmm. So I'm more of a, the first song that always pops into my head when I'm walking that I love is Lover Lover by Jared Neiman. I don't know. It's just catchy. It's got like that fun. It's a good walking tempo. But that's just, it depends on what you're doing. If you're running, Jay, I'm assuming you want something over like 120 beats per minute. Yeah, I don't well, know what you're running. I'm going to do. I'm not good at the. my bags and I'm going to go away. I'm gonna it's like my walking song. I, I just love this song. I'm gonna give it up and quit. Ain't never coming back. Yeah, I could see that. I just it's all about mood and tempo and you know feel. Sometimes you can run to a slower song. I remember pulling up lists before on Spotify where I was like, "Oh, this is great, upbeat country workout 2022." I just pulled this list up. But when your dollar goes to all of those. Oh, that's a that's a yeah you're gonna get a good good a good pump out of that I like that Roger yes what do you got for us so I had developed a playlist off of Brad Paisley's album moonshine in the trunk okay got some great songs on it really all off the same album yes oh nice well so that how makes many it songs easy is it uh, there's about 12 songs, and I picked about six of them. Oh, but that's my kind of workout, too. About 18 minutes in, and you're done. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, you could always go through it you know, five times if you wanted to, Kevin, if you really want to extend it. Yeah, no. Roger, appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, Slim, I can't, do you have one, Slim? So when I, was, when I was running a lot, this would have been during quarantine time because mm-hmm. I was trying to get out of the house. Right. <laughs> I yes. ran... Morgan Wallen's "If I Know Me" album into the dirt. Okay, I just that I just from front to back started it track one straight through. I ran that one into the ground, and it has great energy songs to it. 
to keep you running, but it doesn't stay that way. So you feel like you always have to be going a million miles per hour. Right. Because track one is up down, so it kind of gets you going to a okay. We can we can do this. Then it slows down a little bit. You know, you got whiskey glasses in there, mm-hmm. and then it would get back up there with what you know about that. Uh, they, uh, if I know me was is later in the album, so it was a great album to just kind of give you everything you needed for a good run. Yeah, and it was. I think it's about. Oh man, it's about 35, 40 minutes long. That's nice. Yeah, that's about now his new album I don't recommend running to. Not the whole thing. Thirty six songs. That might be a little bit. No, no if you're training. Yeah, yeah. Marathon, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's a Bloomsday song. Oh yeah. I mean, you could do this one. I feel like that's a great some great rhythm to vacation? it. Maybe there's, you know. You on vacation. Life is a highway. What that is a jam right there. That's great be good. running song. It's a really good running song. It's got good tempo, good mood. I'd give you Brothers Osborne. Uh, that- Are you guys able to run without doing it to the beat of the music, or do you go yeah. exactly with? Okay, see, I am so terrible at that. You want to step to the I, every. You're yes, like, like I, when I walk to songs, I, f- I feel like I have to walk exactly to it. So if it's too fast, then I cut it in half. Yeah, you cut it in half. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. it's really slow, mm-hmm. and then you're like, ah, oh, geez. Yeah, I don't know. I the rhythm thing. I just can't get my body not to go with the rhythm. If of the I'm music. walking, I'm going to walk to the rhythm. If I'm running, it's different. Yeah, okay. it's because real hard to keep the steps up, Kev. Sure. Yeah, well, I would imagine. I, I just that's why I don't run. I'll always walk to the rhythm, though. I will always walk to the beat. Walk to the rhythm. I mean, 5150 is a good one. Dirks has got a few that are pretty yeah. good up-tempo ones. And it just depends for Ellie. Like, I know a lot of people with the the country workouts will do the wave, like Slim was talking about, where it's it's the upbeat Certainly. start for a few, and then you go down for a while and then back up. If you want all upbeat, it's going to be harder to do that. You're just going to have to put a little time into making a playlist. But, yeah, Dirks is a good artist to, to check out. Luke Bryan obviously has a ton of hits. Jason Aldean. And there's plenty of some. Jason Aldean. Does he have any? This is your angry run. This is your running downhill because you're really heavy footed. This is one I also wanted. My wife and I would train together. We would get songs and you would pretty soon you start fist pumping while you're running and then you realize man oh, really? if somebody's watching right now you're like mm, like Rocky mm. Balboa oh man hello that'll I'll get you it. going all right so some good suggestions for her there there's a I'm interested how many people Carissa says I've been listening to country music since 2003 I absolutely love it it is my favorite music however it is not my favorite music to work out to I really just like pop music when I'm working out. So that's interesting. I, and there was quite a few people who agree with her, too. That just Terrible like, idea. Country only. Yeah, I was kind of like, wow. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. Come on, man. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Growing up, all I ever knew was Tabasco and didn't know there was any other. And then realized, oh, there's 800 million different kinds. Kevin James. Once yes. someone made the first bottle of hot sauce, it spread like fire. See, hot sauce. I get what you did. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 nine 
Coyote Country. Little entertainment news is brought to you by Zero Res. Well, if you missed it, yesterday, one of the big names in country music made a big announcement. Morgan Wallen announced he's got a new album coming out at the beginning of March, March 3rd, 2023. His new album will be released and will be 36 tracks long. <laughs> wow. Which Just, is the, the biggest one as of late in country music. Zach Bryan had, I think it was 34 tracks for his last album. So Morgan Wallen will go th- two more than that, and those guys can now battle it out for just long albums. It's crazy. That That's a lot of pressure for other people making albums. Yeah, yeah, and and the bad part of Morgan's songs are all 36 are going to be good. Yeah. He released three of them last night, three new songs. He just kind of sprinkled in a little bit of a tease for you, so he's got eight of the 36 out. That you can you can listen to, but he's got I mean just all the music in the world. Of course, he's getting ready to head out on a big tour that starts I think in April, and then the last show of that tour is in Tacoma on October seventh. So that you get the very last one up here in the Pacific Northwest. I think he kicks off in Australia. See the Australia or New Zealand? Oh wow! I think it's where that kicks off, and then yeah, goes throughout the summer. I think uh, this is going to be maybe the first tour I travel to multiple locations for. You're gonna go. I got just see... enough buddies who love Morgan that I think we're gonna go to two different places over so the summer. So New Zealand oh, and then where? New Zealand and then British like Columbia. Melbourne. Oh, okay. And Cal- or Alberta, Cal- Calgary. Oh, there you we go. actually might go to the Calgary one. That's that's a real thing. Ooh, oh wow. wow! So we, we. I think it's funny. He goes from Melbourne to Milwaukee, which <laughs> sounds like a promo. It does. From Melbourne to Milwaukee. We. I have a one of my best friends lives in San Diego, so it just seems right. That's good. That's to good go call. to San Diego to visit him and work it around a Morgan Wallen concert, and then we have some friends who have family up in Canada. We may go up there and again work that around the Morgan Wallen tour. Who you, else you, is on that? You can show, go to Weepest so. if you want. So it it changes a lot on on who's going to be around with him. There's some Parker McCollum shows. There's some okay. Hardy shows. But Ernest. for the most part. It is Ernest and Bailey Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. Bailey Zimmerman is going to be the opening opener, opener, e opening for all the shows. And Kev, you and I were talking about Bailey Zimmerman yesterday. I am, I am extremely intrigued. <laughs> and I don't understand everything about Bailey Zimmerman right now. I cannot stop laughing at him. He has, I think it's my favorite song on the radio right now. It's his new one. Some, Rock in a Hard Place, I think, is my favorite song, song on, the, on the radio right now. Yeah, I hadn't heard it. It's great. Rock in a hard place, red wine and mistakes, tears rolling down your face when I walked out that door. Yeah. That's when yeah, he's, what he's, were the stats on this song, Slim? It's been out how many weeks? <laughs> so that song's been out for about eight weeks, and it's the, ele- the 11th best song on the billboard charts or on the yeah. on the charts, whatever it's charts they are. Wild. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. It, Morgan Wallen has a little song out called Thought You Should Know that I think is number four on the charts. Okay. And it wasn't at number eleven after eight weeks. It was like number twelve or thirteen. So Bailey Zimmerman is as hot as anybody can be. Yeah. I, it's crazy to me. This is his second radio song, I believe. Yep. And he's on fire. I, and this I was know a, this was his number one, so Yeah, 
Yeah, you know. And I didn't and, think anything of this guy. Like, yeah. I, I heard his music. I loved his music. I knew he was a young kid, whatever. And I was like, Bailey Zimmerman's awesome. I can't wait to meet him in Nashville. We meet him in Nashville. And after meeting him in Nashville, I cannot get over it. I, yeah. I, he is the country music Millie Vanilli to me. Yes. I don't even know that it's him singing these songs. I cannot comprehend that the kid that we interviewed with his curly little hair and his hat on, he's got like the most skater type vibe to him, like an in-between skater redneck. He's Spicoli. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yes, he is. Like, he is like is Jeff, that? country Jeff Spicoli. Yeah. I mean, he sat down, hey, dudes, what's dude, up? Dude, what's dude. happening, guys? It's oh, so my. good to see you. My oh. name's Bailey. And we just, started, we just started laughing. And he just constantly has like a grin on his face. I felt like a pizza uh, was going to uh, be uh, delivered to the uh, interview at any moment. Oh, bro, yeah. my yes. pizza's here. smiling the whole time, and he's always, he's having fun with it. I don't know that anyone's talking voice is more different than their singing voice. That is it correct. It doesn't make sense. And just his whole demeanor, right? Like, Yeah. So, Jay, we went through yesterday. We were watching a lot of his videos. He's very popular on the internet. Mm, yeah. And so we were watching a lot of his videos, and the amount of people who must feel the exact same way we do of, you do not match the <laughs> voice to your music. It's, it's so wild. It's overwhelming because one out of every five of his videos is him going, okay, Guys, I'm. I know you all are telling me that I can't sing like that. And he goes, "So let me do a song for you in the bathroom." And then he starts singing, and you're like, "This is weird. It is weird. Like, this is weird. You do actually have yeah. the most different speaking voice, and it's through this potty eating grin." Yes. The whole time. The whole time. He's just smiling and loving life. It's like he won the lottery. Yes. It really is because you just look at this kid and you're like, no. Now, uh, we have, uh, none, none of us have seen him live. Mm -mm. I'm very intrigued to see how good he is live. And we we have heard that he is raw. Yeah. Live. That he's just, I mean, he's what, 20 years, 21, 23 he's years 23, old. Yep. He's a young boy. Who who say skateboards and surfs on the side <laughs> allegedly according to us because that's what he seems like Jeff Spicoli right. I'm yeah. really interested in this, and Kevin made a comment to me yesterday that I found very interesting for the people who have maybe seen Bailey Zimmerman and are like, ah, oh, yeah, it wasn't like his show wasn't great. Well, it just can you learn to be a great singer? I mean, that's what I was like. A great can singer. Can you learn to be a good singer or a performer? Live, a good performer, like live. Which one though? Because it's. I that, think it's more performer than singer. Yeah, because obviously he can sing. We've heard his songs; they sound great when recorded. But then when it's live, it goes okay. It doesn't transfer over. Like people go to your shows and go, "Oh, he wasn't very good live." Yeah, We've that all happens said quite that a bit about yeah. somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And but then can you get better? And the only thing I think is well maybe he's twenty two, maybe he will get better. Twenty three. Kenny Chesney is a great example of someone who the first time I saw Kenny Chesney was out here in Spokane, Broadway and Fancher at the Rodeo Restaurant. <laughs> and he performed and he was honestly god awful. Yeah, Kenny has gotten a lot better vocally. He Obviously, just, his uh, his stage performance and his presence crazy, is ridiculous. Right? That is, they're two completely different things. I think you can get better at both. I mean, obviously, with the vocal part, that's going to take some training, probably professional training. The other but it part, can be done. I, I don't sure. think because Kenny, well, of course, I think yeah. vocally was not very good, and then over the years. He's not still some phenomenal vocalist. No, but, but Kenny also found really a niche. Yeah. Everybody has a, has an area within their vocal range where they can really hit it. And Kenny just locked into it and stayed there. 
That's that's just being smart. Yeah. Bailey Bailey needs to do the same thing if that's an issue for him. Just stay I, within your range. I'm excited to see him live I'm to see if he is so good. Excited. I'm so excited to see what he's like on a, in a show. Plus, what do all the young guys ever say when they go on these tours? I watched so and so from the side of the stage and stage and learned so much about right. how to be a performer. Yeah. Just if you go and you like work on your craft and hone in on the guy that hopefully you're on. Like if, you, if Morgan's putting on a great stage show, and, and you know I don't know I did, that he will either. You know who I did not like at all the first time I saw him on stage, Morgan Wallen. Yeah, but that's this was he didn't even have double album out yet, and so he had not really started doing things. He was the first person on stage before the opener, before the main act. Yeah. And it was like, what are you doing? Like, you have great songs, but you are singing, just kind of standing there. He was George Strating it. And obviously, he has gotten a ton better in five years. Yeah. A ton better. I think you just, once you're out on the road doing this, like you said, you see that other people do it, and you take pieces here and there, and I will give kudos to the country music family. We see it a lot when we're in Nashville. They really like each other they for the most it. part, yeah. and they yeah. are very supportive of trying to make sure that other people inside the country music world are very successful. As long as you don't have so much ego that you're not willing to learn, I think you have a really easy chance to learn based on the fact that you can hang out with other stars. Now, I, all that being said, we are rooting for Bailey Zimmerman. We like him Bro, a lot. He's he awesome. is like ready to However, go. However, I do want to make it very clear that if it ever comes up that he is a fraud, I said it first. Hmm. I'm still not convinced that's the first. Actually, our friend Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. A G G B B B. Ari Bimin Nanami. Be aggressive. Kevin James. We want another one just like the other one. Swish. The Jay and Kevin show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. We have time for a game. We'll give away some tickets. Let's do it. Watershed uh, tickets today. We have all kinds of stuff to give away today. We also have some of those Healing Harmony tickets. We'll talk more about that. Qualify for the big double down Vegas flyaway last week for that. Well, let's get to it. Time to give away some tickets. What game would you like to play? We're going to play a little more or less today. We need one contestant, 509-441-0999, 509-441-0999. Today it's about Eric Church since we're giving away tickets. Oh, no. You know what? We're doing Watershed tickets. Watershed. I did Watershed. Watershed. tickets. I got Eric Church in my head because I was thinking about the gorge. Same with me. I did that earlier, too, for the yeah, exact same reason. That is very. that is my fault. I was These, also reading where he's on a song with Morgan on the new album, yeah. and I read his name earlier, oh, really? and I said it, and I thought, yeah, well, just read it and say it. That's what you do. Stay well, classy. the way this game works, I give a question to the boys in studio. We'll flip-flop between who gets to answer them. You give me an answer to the question, and then the contestant will determine whether your answer, uh, whether the correct answer is more or less than the answer you gave us. If you guys get it right on, you get the point for it. Try to get three points before the the show gets three points. Best of luck. All right, 509-441-0999. Let's play. It's time to play the game more or less for watershed tickets. They're not even on sale yet. You can win them before you can buy them. What? How is that possible? I Uh, think I, I I asked a couple times, and I have got a very bad phone in here, but I believe... We have, it's either Sarah or Farah or Mara or Tara. Hello. Hi. Hi, what is your name? Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. How are you? Uh, Sarah, Good. I, how are you? Sarah, Good. I apologize. I, 
My phone in here is so bad, it I could not, I can't hear anything. So that is my fault for asking you for your name forty thousand times. Ooh, wow, that's okay. too many. That's too many. Thirty thousand would have been okay. Forty is really exorbitant. Sorry about that. All right, Sarah, here we go. A little more or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we ask you this one. Uh, Eric Church will not be at Watershed, but I do ask you an Eric Church question to kick this whole thing off. Eric Church's, uh, by the way, this one, you, uh, Jay, Kevin, who wants to play first? Kevin, you got it. Oh, I'll go first. Thanks. He's Eric Church's guy. longest song is Devil, Devil, Kevin, I'm sure you know about this, Devil, Devil, Prelude, Prince of Darkness Ooh, from oh, his yeah. album, The Outsiders. How long is that song? <sighs> it's so weird because it's got that long interlude thing, which uh, I will say total it is six minutes and 58 seconds. All right. This is now your moment, Sarah. Is the correct answer more than six minutes, 58 seconds, or less? I'm going to go with less. Less than that? Uh, that point today is going to go to Kevin Eugene James. Kevin James, nicely done. Wow. You are, are correct. It is actually eight minutes, two seconds Whoa. long. Eight minutes Whoa. long for that one. Kevin right would go down to you know the old days. He'd leave the studio and go to Zip Trip, get a drink, and come back <laughs> that during that thing. Holy song smoke. to have. What was the longest song you guys used to play? Well, there was that mix that Kevin. Yeah, would play. there was a CD Slim that was a dance. It was a 21 minute <laughs> mix of dance mix songs that I would put on and go to Zip Trip. Not what you're supposed to do. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, All right, one perfect. point for the show. Sarah, you're still in this. Jay, you are up on this one. Right, Let's Sarah. head to the world of Garth Brooks. He will not be a watershed, but no. he's Garth Brooks. One of his very popular albums. In fact, this album went 18 times platinum. It is Diamond. The album is called No Fences. You mm-hmm. heard of it? I heard of it, yeah. What year was No Fences released? 1990, uh, 19, uh, 1990. Okay. Sarah, is the correct answer more or less? More. Uh, Jay, I told you if the show gets it exactly right, you guys are going to get the point. It is exactly 1990. That was a tough one for Sarah. She oh, found herself man. in between a rock and a hard place. Sorry right about there. Rock and a hard place. Sorry in between about that, Sarah. a rock and a hard place. Sorry, Sarah. Okay, all right. Okay, she's got to rally off three in a row here, boys. That's all right, she can do it. We have confidence in you, Sarah. It comes back to you on this one, Kevin. You heard of Mountain Dew? Yeah. Sometimes you need a little bit of Mountain Dew when you're driving home from the gorge after Watershed to keep them eyes open on the road. Let's go. Mountain Dew is manufactured by PepsiCo. What year did they introduce Mountain Dew to the world? In what year did they introduce Mountain Dew hmm. well, I mean, to I the world? I drank it in college a lot. But so I, the 1800s? I feel like it was already been around for a little while. So I'm going to say 1981. 1981. Okay. Sarah, more or less, 1981. Less. That's how you play the game and get oh, on the board. Nice. Guys, this surprised me. 1940. <laughs> that's a shock, right? We're all that's totally a shock. shocking. Come on, it man. It seems like a new, what? you know, like a, an 80s type drink where it was like, we're going to give you all the sugar and all the Mountain Dew and all the caffeine. <laughs> 83 years old. Wow. wow. Okay. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I got that wrong. 
Okay, let's uh, let's see if Sarah okay, can keep rattling Sarah. off more or less. Uh, the Big Mac. Have you guys heard of the Big Mac? I love it. I love a good Never Big Mac. Never had one. In fact, when I'm driving back from the gorge, sometimes I swing by Moses Lake there and get myself a little Big Mac at the Hold McDonald's. On. Was that a joke, Jay? Hey, don't We don't have time for that, Kevin. Jay, how many calories are in a Big Mac? Oh, uh, 375. Sarah, is the correct answer more or less than 300? Or what did you say? 375. 375. More. It's 563 calories. That's what I said. That's going to give Sarah her second point. Tied up, Sarah. The lettuce. <laughs> Is it the lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Her laughter was. Uh, we, exactly what you needed. Well, this is for Watershed tickets right here for Sarah. And, Kevin, it comes down to you Come versus on, her right here. Luke Bryan will be, will be playing Sunday night at Watershed. Mm-hmm. How old is Luke Bryan? Oh, Luke is... 42. 42 years old. Sarah, is Luke Bryan more or less? I know this one. He's older. How old is he? More. 46. He's exactly 46 years old, guys. And that right there is how you get it done. You rally from down 2-0. A right answer for Kevin off the bat. Jay got one exactly right with no fences being 1990. And then three in a row for Sarah to Man. win herself some watershed tickets. I would have gone way older for Luke Bryan. You did on like 50? I thought he was 50. I thought Eric Church was in his mid-50s. Eric Church is 45. Wow, why do you be like that? I don't know. What I just, is your deal? I think we got all these youngsters out there. We got all these Bailey Zimmermans out there. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And so I just feel like the other guys have been around for an well, eternity. they've been around forever. Yeah. yeah, it does feel like no. they could be older, but it's... Uh... No, that's not nice. Sarah, congratulations. Hold on one second. You got yourself some watershed tickets. That was really nice rally she on did her part. Very Holy good. Smokes. Jay and Kevin.